0: Mm, uh, in, in, in Bathurst? Yeah. Yes. yes. That's yeah. where I did my first little radio station. My first ever yeah.
1: radio stint. Yeah. yeah. I remember so- reading
0: the news like, hello, this is Eloise for 2BS Radio. How are your
1: mates when they heard you on the radio?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I I remember
0: sending it to all of my mum and dad and everything. And then I also got to go and do, um, I remember my first story when I was at the same Bathurst. I went out to Prime when I was doing, I got on camera for Prime Seven and I was sent out to a bird show and I do bird a, yeah, a bird show and I did piece of camera like talking about the birds and like now it's like still like people I was like Eloise Sawyer, we're news and like yeah. I just <laughs> have the best, yeah, the funniest memories of my friends being like, Oh my god, you're on the TV And like back then there was no Instagram, like there was mm. Facebook yeah, as things yeah, thing. Was, so like I just so get just so like where, mer- where were you
1: telling everyone? Like just yeah. straight text. Yeah,
0: straight text message. <laughs> just, like oh, hey guys, guys check god. it out filming it from my like iPhone like six.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Northern Beaches number one podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and here's Elliot, and you're again listening to The Whip Podcast. We've got on a really uh, special episode today. We've got the amazing Eloise Sawyer. Hello. From Fox Sports, and she's made a really long drive all the <laughs> way out here just to talk to us. I
0: think I needed a passport to get over here, guys. God's country. God's, oh, God's I don't con- know. country. God's
1: country. <laughs> So you're the face of Australian sports, Fox Sports and everything, but how would it be that you summarise what it is that you do? Yeah,
0: look, so I'm a presenter for Fox Sports News, which is where you'll mainly find me on 500. Um, and generally there I'm presenting all codes of sport, um, you know, whether it's press conferences or whether it's games on the weekends, throughout the week. And yeah, so I'll deliver like five or six news bulletins per night. Wow. And then I'm also doing um, this year, I got to do some of the boxing, hosting that this year with main event. I also am doing a little bit of the coverage for netball too, heading over to Melbourne and Brisbane for the internationals coming up. So I'm sort delving into a little bit of sort of more of a niche and in, in the codes that I love, but um yeah, rugby league is certainly one that I've, I've sort of been attracted to and been involved in for some time. I've been with them since 2017. So Yeah, well,
2: yeah. we're going to get seriously judged if we're bad cuz is our first TV <laughs> presentation. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, so, guys. So this could this, yeah. could this could be bad. Did you did you get to choose like what avenue you went down in terms of like rugby league like when you were applying? Um, did you get to go like, oh, I want to go into the rugby league area or did you have to wait for the job to come up?
0: No, not really. So I was actually originally in news when I finished um, university and I was working at regional and Prime 7 and sort of getting my hours up there because – I suppose for journalists and for TV and stuff like that, it's a really essential to get a lot of experience out in the mm. regional time because you've got to go and find those stories. You've got to get get build contacts and what have you. Whereas in the metropolitan areas, it's a lot more easier and it yeah, sort of okay. like lands on your doorstep. Um, so when I moved back to Sydney and I joined Fox Sports News, they kind of just asked me like, what are your favourite sports? And, you know, I played sport growing up, like whether it's uh, water polo, netball, whatever. Um, I never played rugby league, but I grew up around it. My dad played first grade. My brother grew up playing it. So I was always around it. Um, you know, we skate around the TV, every state of origin as a family and I've got yeah some fond memories of watching plenty of games growing up. So I suppose it was just a, yeah, I sort of naturally fell into it after I told them that and, and I just love being in and around the game and it's been so much fun to, you know, meet so many different people and players and, and you know, tell the stories that I have, but also to not pigeonhole myself to rugby league because yeah, totally. I totally want to be part of like women's women's sport as well. Yeah. Um, the netball's growing, the women's rugby league is growing. So, yeah. That's you must it. have
2: been pretty stoked then with the recent women's World Cup, yeah, because that was sick. Like yeah. even a, like w- soccer in general, I'm not big on. Like I'll watch a Champions League or a World Cup, mm-hmm. but like that women's, I was like full into it. Yeah. So like, how did that feel? I guess as being a woman in sport to see that in Australia, like see how much it's come along.
0: Yeah, you and me both. Um, I think I didn't really understand, or I didn't really. I sort of was probably a bit naive just to how big it was going to be i don't think anyone expected it to just get the whole nation on their feet like no i was surrounded by like i think i was at the pub watching the uh final with uh the semi with france against france and honestly there was like grown men embracing each other and hugging and the whole place went wild and like it was honestly like you know you get goosebumps thinking about yeah, those crazy. moments mm. and i work alongside sam squires who has been a massive advocate for women's sport and she has followed the game for many 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 years and watching her emotion she was up on air and she just burst out crying in tears uh, when they got through because blonde lady? yeah, blonde haired yeah, lady yeah, Sam. Yeah. I saw um, that. She is a legend and she's done so much for uh, you know, putting the women's game on the map and yeah, just speaking to her about the, the gravity of this and just how big it was was um, yeah, just so amazing. And I think there's it's the start of something like really special
2: for sure. But now I want to win it. My expectations yeah. are high. Like <laughs> we're, we're we're almost saying like we need to win the next one. Like totally, we need to win it. Like
0: I'm like a complete Sam Kerr fan as well. Yeah, like, so I. I'm also go- a little bit of a Mary oh Fowler fan too because I, she's got like a lot I, of like charisma. Do you,
2: you reckon her. Mary Fowler and Nathan Cleary? I
0: am so about that, and yeah. I'm liking the well, person who sent to, in that photo well, at the I don't river. I'm gonna
2: get sued as well yes, <laughs> because he he came out in an interview and wasn't too happy. So no. Nathan, I know you're a fan of the show, but <laughs> don't you're watching, sue us. We're not judging. But no, I was a massive um the left winger. I'm gonna forget her name now. Like I'm blanking. Uh, uh, Caitlin Ford Caitlin Ford She was like yeah. my crush Yeah But like happily in a relationship but like <laughs> You gotta make compromises here and there. Absolutely I had yeah I'd have a big sporting crush On Caitlin Ford Yeah, yeah.
0: they all did a. Um. I mean they're all so amazing In their own way Even uh, Mackenzie Arnold In front of goal Like yeah. she was I think I saw this thing Like, like my mum was watching it Where the like Defence minister or whatever Came out And was like Mum was like Wait has he actually retired I'm like no It's just sort of like a tribute to yeah, her To say yeah, how amazing she was So yeah no nah, It was absolutely a phenomenal To be a part of And like in the newsroom Like it was so cool cool like if we had everyone's predictions up on the ball we're gathering around like it was just such a great feeling and for it to be here in australia was amazing put us on the map and let's hope they can go again
2: what's it like in the newsroom i guess like what does like a typical day look like because when you're watching from home you just like can't, well, this is me being naive. Um, you're kind of just saying, oh, teleprompter, like obviously it's fast paced. Mm. So I guess what kind of happens behind the scenes and when you're on air, like are you having people speak in your yep. ear? Like what's going on?
0: So when I first get into work, obviously I've got a couple of hours to sort of get set up and get familiar with the script. So there's a whole bunch of producers that are in the newsroom and they will be allocated each stories for different codes. Like, hey, we've got this coming in from Kevin Walters. Hey, we've got this coming in from Craig McCrae for AFL. And you'll come into a server and you'll watch that interview and then you'll find the best grab to get your angle and what the story is about and what you want to, you know, put uh, put down. And then they will build that into a rundown. So then you've got a shift leader that will then build the whole bulletin and I'll go through that. So I know the order, I know familiar with names because mm. like so many names, is so yeah. hard. Yeah, it's like especially in with the, the Premier League, um, tennis, you need to really put in phonetics and spell it out. Like it's super hard. On the fly when you're going so fast pace, um, and then I'll get up on air and there'll be someone in my ear speaking to me. They're like three, two, one, cue. And then there's like you know, say we've got to go to a live press conference, they're like, all right, they'll be talking to me whilst I'm still delivering the news. So you have got to try and listen at the same time. And they're like, all right, Ellie, we're going to head out to Adam O'Brien now. Um, we're after this script. So then like I'm talking and they're like, all right, now we're going to go to Adam O'Brien. So you have got to be able to listen to the voice in your head and also to deliver it can be distracting, but over time you kind of get used to it.
2: I was going to say it just kind of become like second nature. Yeah, it just feels like like that
0: voice in the head that I just like come to just know and accept that's there.
2: Yeah. Well, we often get that on a Sunday.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've had a couple of those too. Oh yeah, for sure.
1: And then, so you said that you had to sit there, learn all the bulletins and everything, all the names. How hard is that? Like can you go into like any tools you use for that too?
0: Yeah, so I like, I mean I'm I'm still learning, like, and yeah, I'm still yeah. trying to nail names, particularly like new ones that I've not read before. Um, but the best way I can do is to sort of get someone either to repeat it in my head. So I'll get the producer like last night they can't remember the name that I had. It was an AFL player, but I got him to repeat it like a couple of times before I was about to deliver it because I feel like it's easier to hear it. Sure. And then so so for instance, the easiest way to be like um, Sawyer is like S O H I E R. So I saw that you'd probably think so here in the autocue. That's what I thought. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I would put, you'd put in phonetics S-A-W-Y-E-R mm, in brackets. Uh, so then you see it. And then as I deliver it, I just read the brackets, yeah, spelt yeah, it out yeah. for me. So Yeah, okay, that yeah. makes sense. Like Arazio Fantasia, like that one, like when you spell it out easily. Mm, yeah. You be Fantasia. Fantasia. yeah, he's a AFL player. I think I've got that name that right. That is a hot man. Yeah, Giannis <laughs> Kumpo Like there is a couple of like ones that throw a few curve balls. And honestly, sometimes I'm like, and he went across the line. Yeah. I don't know what that was.
2: Is li- do you think is live harder than um newsroom?
0: Well, we're always live. We're, we're sorry, still- so what I mean is oh. like
2: so you did the boxing yeah. oh, while you sorry. were there. So that was on the run yeah. kind of thing. Is that is being ringside with those live crosses, I should have put yeah, yeah. a question, harder than sitting in the newsroom oh. going?
0: So that was my first chance. That was my first opportunity that folks were like, hey, Megan Barnard's away. Will you step in for her this evening and do the hosting? And I was so nervous because there was no auto cue to fall back on. So yeah. I had to know what I was talking about, use my guests to the best of my ability to try and get them to sort of, you know, also d- drive the conversation. But I also learned that I didn't need to overstep the mark. I just needed to drive the bus and then right. they will deliver what – you know, the ins and outs of these boxes and what was happening. So once I get that, like you know, the producer in my ear, like, all right, we're back on air, three, two, one, Sawyer, talk over these pictures, whatever I saw on on the screen, I'd be like, yep, here we go. He's getting himself, you know, wrapped wow. up and ready to step in the ring. And I just talked to that. And as I got more comfortable, it was okay. And I just kept asking the right questions and I prepared as enough questions that I could keep, you know, batting them off to, to them.
2: Because, yeah, we saw the post of you at the boxing, which looks so sick, but – those combat sport events are a long. Oh my day. god! Were there any points where, like, especially at the start, where with all due respect, there's like some plumbers on the cards. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That You're like trying to get through it.
0: Oh, like I honestly, when I first started, I think the first like couple of fights, I was just so focused on what I was doing and trying to work out for the main card. But then when they started going at it, I was honestly having to like turn around, but like, I can't. Like there was blood yeah. splattering everywhere, and I was like, it was so intense. Like Ugh. I almost find UFC like just like I know people love it, and like I don't, I'm, I don't mind getting around it in the newsroom when we're reporting on it and whatever. But like, I like seriously, it is so hectic.
2: You wouldn't go? No way. I would I never.
0: Like, and I love boxing. Like put me on the pads like as a little bit of fitness. But get me in the ring, put someone up against me to punch me. No way. Like I'm pulling the hair and I'm like, no, nah, I'm out.
2: Yeah, fair like, enough. Like it's just too hectic. Zach's actually an undefeated kickboxer. Are no, you? I've, I've lost twice now. Man. Oh my <laughs> gosh, whoa. i have only won and two. I've
1: won once <laughs> and then
2: the other one was rigged. Yeah, it was. Wait,
0: kickboxing's intense. We
2: actually yeah, have fun. beef with this guy. Not really, but, <laughs> he, but we um one of Zach's coaches, who Zach ended up fighting, was selling, <laughs> and um we've actually had to call him out. No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> That's just that was just I our was slander. Like, you were I was getting sued before. No, I think you're gonna get sued now. Actually, we might have to beep that out. <laughs> no, he's actually a nice guy. He's he such a nice
1: guy, guy. But I was talking a lot of. Shit before the fight, and yeah. then ended up having to fight the coach. Oh, and then the deal was the owner of the gym will rig it so that I win, but the guy just like, you just have to last the like three three minute rounds with him. So I got pumped. I landed like three Big shots on him, <sighs> but then it was funny because I was declared the winner.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll see if anyone didn't read into that. Like, what?
2: Uh, you've seen some UFC judges' decisions, so yeah,
0: yeah, totally. You can get it? Did you guys get to the UFC in Sydney? No. Nah, <sighs> we didn't. We're, we're, so we're going away.
2: Oh, two two separate trips. Cause like we spend enough time together. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, like <laughs> it's, like, it's like a healthy relationship. <laughs> you need a break. Um, so I was like, I can't, I barely can afford to live in Sydney as it is. Yep. Let alone go Feels. to Thailand and then yep. get over. But um, no, we watched it. Um, I, I was kind of happy Sean Strickland won. Yeah. It was, it was actually pretty funny. I
0: don't know about that. Cause he's he a bit of a racist.
2: He used to be a neo-Nazi Yeah. and then like full go. repented oh. and like, Really turned his life around, but then he still says some like really, really rogue. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, they
0: do all say a bit of a rogue thing and I get it. He's like, You gotta sell sell the fight and all that well, kind yeah, of stuff. Conor and all Mc- the trash talk sometimes I'm like, oh cringe. Well everyone
2: likes Conor McGregor and he Called yeah. Khabib's wife a towel. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's, so you, you, know, you can't have it one no, way, no, totally, not the other. Um, USC actually got announced today as well, so yeah, we this. will have to do an episode on that. Um, <laughs> but backtracking a bit, when you went to do your regional work in mm. Orange,
0: uh, in ba- Bathurst, I studied in Bathurst, Bathurst, Bathurst and then I went from Bathurst to Canberra, and then Canberra to Tamworth.
2: Did you study in Bathurst? Yeah. Did you stay in the Towers?
0: Yeah. I uh, know. I was on job. Towers okay. was crazy. Yeah, I, I went to a lot of parties in Towers. Yeah, I've heard <laughs> they're getting
2: ripped down. <laughs> I know. Because They're like
0: literally like honestly oh was not a thing there yeah. and like parties were off chops but yeah there were some glory days yeah
2: glory days t- yeah it like the the student of common Bathurst yeah, yeah and it was yeah. literally
0: yeah. like a rabbit warren that like, you'd be like hey where are you and you'd just be like in this like tiny little room like hooked up on like level six that like, you couldn't find anyone and the parties would be all in the hallways and like it was just mad
2: yeah what was student life like in those country towns because oh. over here like everyone lives with their parents still because like you can't really afford to live out of home and it's not like <laughs> a good move yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, what was it like in those country unis and like studying?
0: Yeah, I loved it. So, I'm. I was. Um. I moved out to Bathurst with a girlfriend. She was start being starting to be a paramedic, and we decided we'd take the like sort of the leap. Like, I was going to look at going to Macquarie or Sydney, whatever. Um. And then I just decided that you know Bathurst would be you know next best thing. I've always loved the country, and it was awesome. It was such a great experience. I think um, the city kids get a great experience being out there in the country, and the country kids kind of like balance out and bring them down a notch as well. So everyone's kind of like out there for the same reason, you make friends from, you know, all around, I guess, Australia and also to like, you know, the world, there's some people that have come to travel there and um, it was so much fun, like it was such a great experience and I don't know how much work we got done, like honestly, it was just Who like, yeah, 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 it was literally just, and, and my, my course was very much practical, not so much theory based, it was super practical, so, and I love that, so that was really, that suited my sort of like learning style and um, yeah, I've got the best best of memories from being out there.
2: And then, so I believe you worked at Two uh, BS
1: Radio
0: mm, uh, in, in in Bathurst. Yeah. Yes, Yes. that's yeah. where I did my first little radio station, first ever yeah. radio
1: stint. Yeah, yeah. I remember so-
0: reading the news like, "Hello, this is Eloise for Two BS Radio." How are your
1: mates when they heard you on the radio? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, think I remember sending it to all of them, like, like my mum and dad and everything. And then I also got to go and do. Um, I remember my first story when I was in the same Bathurst. I went out to Prime when I was doing. I got on camera for Prime 7 and I was sent out to a bird show and I did a, a, yeah, a bird show and I did a piece of camera like talking about the birds and like now it's like still like people I was like Eloise Sawyer we're news and like yeah. I just <laughs> have the best yeah the funniest memories of my friends being like oh my god you're on the TV and like back then there was no Instagram like there was Facebook yeah, was a yeah, thing was, so like I get really just so, get so get where, Ameri- where were you
1: telling everyone like just yeah. straight text yeah
0: straight text message. <laughs> like oh, hey guys check it out. filming it from my like, iPhone like 6 <laughs> sending yeah. it back to them but um yeah so, such a great experience and so much fun
2: So how did you make, I guess, the transition back to the big smoke? Because that's quite a, I I guess, maybe a leap and stuff to go from, you know, country news, which obviously would be a Mm. demanding job, Mm. like for sure, but then to go like, okay, right, I'm going to make it back into the city which is, you know, probably a whole more daunting in itself. So what made you want to do that transition to come back?
0: Well, I had been travelling back and forth from town where I was doing 18 months out there and I kind of got to the time where I was starting to do a lot of the same stories. So I did two country music festivals. I did two of the bloke down the road who had a problem with his neighbour or whatever it was, you know, (laughs) and you start having that kind of those same stories coming up. I was like, I think it might be time to like kind of, you know, grow my wings a little bit and I felt like I'd got enough experience and I'd also made a decision there and then that I was sort of maybe done with news because... I, I went to a couple of like car crashes or when they, you know, I was asked to go and do a door knock or whatever and I found that really hard and I think news can be quite, you know, it's there's some great news stories out there but a lot of the time, 90% of the time it is quite sad and, and I, find, I find that was quite an emotional toll and so I thought sport was the next best thing. I, I was really sporty and I loved, like I said earlier, I loved being around, um, you know, athletes and what have you and being involved in an active lifestyle as um, sort of translated from my personal life into work life. So yeah, I moved back to Sydney and I just put put my hand out and I just started freelancing for Fox Sports News originally and I was just on the desk producing and then from there, then a full-time job came up and then sort of naturally was the progression.
2: How does that freelancing work? Because I have seen that that's like the way stuff moves forward, but what do you do? Do you just kind of like go in and be like, do you need someone to do the occasional story? Or? Yeah.
0: So they'll like say, you know, when people are away on annual leave, like I guess any, any workplace, but they always need freelance producers because there's just so much sport to get through. So you've got to have a certain number of producers on the desk or readers or whatever. So they'll just call you up, like, hey, I've got four shifts this week. Do you want to come and do it? Yeah, you come in. And like, yeah, I did that for about six or six to eight months. So I just get like three or four shifts a week, and you just on a freelance wage. Obviously, you don't get annual leave or anything like that. But um, yeah, you just get in, get thrown whatever. It wasn't just rugby league. It was hey, can you go and watch this like pucks done India cricket game? or, um, you know, whatever it was. You just had to kind of get your head around it and get into it. But it was good. Yeah, it was fun.
2: So what do you want, like, what are your goals then, I guess, moving forward? Like, do you want to do, like, an origin or...? Well, yeah. actually, that's Channel Nine. Yes. Can't <laughs> that. do you want to do like a finals? Like? Yeah,
0: so I'm actually um, next Sunday with it's Grand Final Day. I'm actually out in the sheds doing that. So I'll be doing a lot of the pregame sort of live crosses into Fox Sports News, and then I'll be going in with Cody K into the sheds post-game, doing a wrap of that. Um, the the goal would definitely be to, be to be involved like with Fox League one day, or you know, I think I really look up to you know the likes of Vonis, Von. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> that's all right. I really look up to the likes of. Um, of Vonnie Sampson and, and yeah. those sort of ladies um, that are doing some great things for the game. So, yeah, to be like them one day would be amazing and to, and to learn off them too. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, the goal is to just keep sort of doing what I'm doing, get more into a bit of a hosting sort of role. Um, news is great and, and, it's, and it's fun and it's enjoyable and it's challenging, but I'm definitely always looking for the next challenge.
2: Sorry, if sometimes we just get up into two minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Don't mind that. Sorry, my mum. <laughs> we normally have a filmer here as well, but he They're doesn't. He doesn't do weekdays. Apparently, <laughs> <so> <laughs> apparently, he's got a real job as well. Yeah. Yeah. This is none of job. us have real jobs. This is your job, Tom. So, <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, Fox doing the grand final. Yeah. The cover. Oh, sorry.
0: Channel 9 do it and then we yeah. kind of, they call it after, like Warren Smith will call it after. Afterwards, yeah. Yeah, afterwards. But um, yeah, we still go out there and do a lot of the pregame stuff sure. and cross into Sky and Fox Sports News throughout the hour yeah. and they'll go into the game, just watch it with the media.
2: I'm so pumped. Who have you got?
0: Uh, I think it's going to be Penrith Broncos. Yeah, absolutely. And right. I have a feeling that Broncos could come away.
2: I just can't see it. Three years in a row. Like, Three is huge. I hate Penrith now. Do you? I respect him. Mm. Like, it's time to go.
0: Although Lou I mean, okay, so I know that Penrith, like Louis, I was wondering whether – if Luai wasn't in this weekend, I'd give Storm way more of a chance. But with Luai now being proved that he's going to start and he's going to be in, that's massive. Um, and maybe I, – I don't know. Maybe the Warriors could cause an upset. It would be great to see because up the wires, that's yeah. sick. But I do think it'll end up being Broncos-Penrith.
2: Well, this comes out – this will probably come out next weekend. Oh, Potentially, so, yeah. so this will be this a – This is an Oracle. Grand, oracle. Grand <laughs> this will probably come out before the grand final. So – Prediction. Yeah, Brisbane, Penrith, Penrith, and
0: I'm going to say Brisbane 20, Penrith 16.
2: That close. Yeah. I don't know. I really want – I don't want freaking Penrith to win again. I know. But I don't want Penrith or the Storm. Like, it's time to go. I know. Like, we need someone new. They're just new. too good. Yeah, they're way too good. They've
0: just got a nursery as well, especially Penrith. Like, next man yeah. up mentality. Bang, well, bang. Like, it's just
2: – Side of the West Tigers, but – Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Elliot's team. That's what oh, <laughs> no.
0: Neat. Yeah. Did you see your chairman sign on for extra three years, Lee us Yeah,
2: inspect the gadget. Yeah. Or yeah. Well, don't sue us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see you went around – and. Tra- he, the West Tigers chairman got called a well, he got called a pedophile. <laughs> yeah. But um for like offering players lollipops and then he like on the official West Tigers po- oh actually it's not the official, it's like the West Tigers supporters podcast. Oh the
0: supporters are really like Pasco go, gotta go. Like they're yeah. fully like yeah. really and he, into it. And
2: he threatened to sue them. Oh really? So Did we he? can't talk about expect a gadget too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's not I don't want to lose my job. No, but he yeah, I couldn't believe that one. I'm glad Brooksy went. Yeah. He had to go. Mm. He, he had a good season. Yeah. But there's 10 years of trauma and pain. In so you
0: guys got a young guy coming from across from Manly. Yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah. Now,
2: as long as we can keep him out of trouble. Yeah. Should be good. Should be good. Aiden Caesar's coming. We'll yes. sign uh, Sullivan. So Bud Hopefully Sullivan. no
0: wooden spoon then. You can't go the 3 P for the wooden spoon.
2: Well, if we do, I will be switching allegiances. <laughs> <laughs> I will be, uh, Come
0: join us at the Finns.
2: Are you a Dolphins oh, fan? Oh, Yeah. Why? Fins up, baby. <laughs> what do you mean why? You, they only just came in. Yeah, you? I know. They need some
0: support base yeah. and they're like, you know, they're just doing their thing. They're not arrogant. They're just kind of going about, like, about their sure business. And someone. they also beat the West Tigers in their – First year in their inception. That
2: is not saying nothing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but since the West Tigers have been around, they still haven't got the roster.
2: I reckon me and Zach could strap the boots on and <laughs> probably beat the West Tigers. If they suck. Yeah. I don't know about all that. All right. <laughs> Who do you go for? Broncos. No, Manly. Oh, you're a Manly fan Ooh. Now. Yeah. Not
0: bad. Don't mind Tom and Jake. They're all right.
2: Trying we're, to get him on. We're a fan oh, of Brad Parker. We are Brad a big Parker. fan of
0: Brad Parker. He's been a stalwart for that for that team for some time. We
2: are. Uh, we put up a TikTok once of that he should get picked for New South Wales Center. Oh, everyone, everyone, everyone did And no agree. one took it as a joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we got,
1: and we got so rinsed really
2: we got so rinsed in the comments. I love it. Because like, our rugby league ones, for some reason, we are not a rugby league podcast, mm. but everyone thinks we are. Yeah. So our rugby league. Videos get like the most, most like, uh, yeah. So like, people just comment on our rugby league opinions. <laughs> and so many times we've been like, we are We're not, not a rugby, rugby league, league. yeah. yeah, yeah. So like we might have to switch to that niche. We yeah, <laughs> it could be it's a bit of
0: a saturated market, but is, you should go it for it.
2: It like it like isn't it isn't because like you, it's hard to be a good one. because totally. it's a fine line between being like because people want to listen to experts on league, they listen to former players. Mm. So and then people want to be sarcastic and stuff. Yeah, it's how sport or totally, w- yeah. Stuff like that. So you kind of have to pick a lane. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. yeah, I
0: actually quite enjoy, like even I'm the, like working in around news and talking about ex-players. Matty Johns' insights. He's great. He's really like yeah. I, I love listening to him and Nick Ennis as well. Yeah. So yeah.
2: Um. So anyway, don't know how. Anyway, we, got we there. just got back
0: down <laughs> <laughs> the rugby league. I did going. want to
1: hear about the marathon you did. Yeah. Oh yeah, so you've been training for that one for yeah. a while. Yeah.
0: So I, yeah, so I, um, I started running. I've always like been able to run, but I've never been a runner and done it consistently. So like made during COVID, I was living overseas around a little bit and then I just dropped off and I like, never picked up and uh, then put on the shoes again. And then I came back here and I was this year, my girlfriend's like, let's do a fun run down at DY, seven Ks to Manly. I was like, yeah, sweet. Okay. Whatever. Did a couple five Ks like, yeah, no, I'll be sweet. Then like, okay, let's do the half. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. right I train a little bit. Didn't follow a program, but my personal trainer, Benny Lucas has done 48 marathons. He's a legend. Wow. I know he's, he's awesome. Yeah, no. And he convinced me. He, he was like, like, shops, like <laughs> he was like, come on. Like you could actually do a marathon Like you should definitely do this. Let's get some training. So I started joining a run club and then, yeah, it kind of just evolved from there. And then, um, like, yeah, on the weekend I ran the marathon and, it was so hot. it was so hard like honestly I mm. probably didn't realize everyone's like oh the 36k mark you honestly you feel like you need to stop and you like that's the hardest part I was like yeah no but I'll be fine it was so hard like everything was hurting my legs were killing me my mind was almost giving up people were dropping like flies around me like honestly cramping up or like this one guy was really seriously ill and like that was super confronting but I, I had a time in mind and I got there and it was Yeah you Let's did it quick What yeah. was your time again 3 hours 33 minutes and 33 seconds I think
2: I think I think anything under four is improbable.
0: Well, the average- Yeah, yeah. I I was happy to finish totally. But I think the average for a woman for a marathon is like four hours and 58 minutes, four hours, 48. So yeah, I was like, yeah, I was super stoked and proud of myself. And like now I just set a sort of benchmark for me to just go, because you're not racing against anyone else. It's just for you. You just want
2: to finish. Yeah. But also like- if I'm a fat lad, I don't want to do it in seven hours because like oh, and I'm it s- was
0: so hot. After those, pe- like yeah. there were some people that are out there, and like you know, there was some amazing people that were running, and like you know, people were dressed up. There was one that was blind that he was running it. It was incredible, like yeah. what well, you saw right there, and like hats off to them. Um, but it was like close to like 31, 32 degrees yeah. by like two o'clock. I think I ran, I finished running around like a ten fifty one or 11-ish, eleven ish, eleven. Maybe an hour later, I can't remember. And even then it was so hot. Like I was just pouring the ice like throughout the race and just trying to get it on me. But like I have the itch so bad now. Like I just yeah. want to keep running. Runners high. Runners high is yeah, it's thing. Like getting a thing. Even of- runners blue post-marathon. I'm like, oh, this is kinda sad. I need something to work towards. Yeah. Are
1: you gonna move into like ultra marathons?
0: I thought about it. Yeah. I'm definitely. I wanna <laughs> no. do yeah. I, uh, I wanna do all the majors. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then I'd love to try. I'll try an ultra like one day. Yeah. But I just like, yeah, I think it's actually what it's provided me is just so much clarity and I just like see seriously I've never appreciated what the body can do and also too, like my mindset and everything else in life that feels like it falls into place through running which sounds like super weird but it's honestly like an outlet for me that's been so amazing
2: well it's hard work and dedication yeah, yeah. correct yeah like I remember I did the weebix triathlon when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so you know I often had the persona how many thing. weebix did you do <sighs> no I didn't like weebix <laughs> <laughs> unless so I'm, you're a fraud <laughs> unless I want to sponsor the show yeah yeah yeah, yeah. bend over for weebix but um <laughs> so I was a bit of an athlete myself um fat little kid um but i heard word on the street was centennial park was on sunday was one yeah, of the great yeah i got one in, of the great i
0: got interviewed after the race as i finished in the finish line the guy I was like what was the hard, like what was the best part of the race and i was like i tell you what the what the hardest part and the lowest part of the race was centennial park centennial park it yeah. was like hairpins through the whole park and like, i've trained there the whole time i live opposite centennial so i'm always in and around there love that place and like that's sort of like you know my happy place but the way that they set out that course that was looping through these random roads that I hadn't really been through, it was, I felt like I saw the professionals and the elites coming out at like the 35K mark. I'm like, I wonder when I'm going to get to there. I didn't get to that point like yeah. an hour and a half later. Yeah. And I was seriously doing some like head noise in there was yeah, like yeah, yeah.
2: real. Because yeah. ap- apparently at a lot of- um part, it's like you run to the end of something and then come back yep. the other way. Yeah, and that so you see, you see a mate's
0: like, hey, I saw like one of my girlfriends that did it like, and she was literally like, hi. And then I'd see her again going back down the hairpin. I saw her for ages and like... Um, Park Road which is close to where my house is I had um, there's like it's still the 35k mark and like honestly I'm getting PTSD every time I'm driving past it's still there today I'm like why is it still there <laughs> like literally getting a bit of trauma every time I see it because like what was going through my head at that time was just so insane and intense but yeah you're not wrong Centennial Park I reckon Park. we could do it you guys should do
2: it I reckon oh. we could Need, I would do, we need uh, Eloise to train up. The only way I would do it, I wouldn't do it to just do it because, like, I'm pretty content in my life. But if someone was like, I'll give this amount to charity or whatever, well, you can I would do, do that. Do it for yeah,
0: I definitely would like to do it for charity next year. Um, and I want to do New York Marathon for, through a charity as well. Yeah. I think it's such, such great motivation. There was a couple of people that I knew of that were doing it for charity. And, like, that will get you across the line. That any would day. get me.
2: I wouldn't just, I don't reckon I could just do it. To do it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I haven't got that much, but I've actually done my ITB, Zach. So oh, no. Yeah, I know. Running. <laughs> Runner's <his> knee. <laughs> Not 21Ks. Oh. No, I think it was incorrect squatting.
0: Ooh. So
2: kind of that hurts. Yeah. Well, yeah, It's a weird feeling. You need to, looking, like, yeah, yeah. Talking like I'm an athlete. Right? <laughs> 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 it's, it was a weird one because it was kind of like just. I remember I was running down in Narrabeen Lake and I was just running, running, running. And then my knee just gave way. And instantly I just went, oh my God, ACL. Oh gosh. And I was just like, but I was like, but it doesn't hurt. And I can keep walking. Yeah.
0: ITB. "Mm -hmm." Mm, It'll get you.
2: It will. It hurt. Did you get any like full body cramps? Or? And
0: didn't cramp up at all. Uh, only injury I had like leading up, I got a bit of a tight calf and I was like, oh my God, I've definitely torn my calf, like soft tissue muscle. Like obviously with like being around sport and like reporting, I was like, oh, you know, you know, soft tissue, they're so hard to like navigate, la, la, la. I was like, oh my God. But it was fine. I kind of just had a couple of days off and like, you know, rolled out. You had a couple of niggles here and there, but it, like, fit, like, t- like touching, what is it? Touching wood? Touch, wood? Touch wood. Touch wood. That was weird. Yeah. Touch wood. I, um, yeah, I came came out unscathed. I don't have any major injuries. So I was, and, and I, I say like the biggest thing as well is like doing all of that running. I was also ensuring I was at doing weights in the gym and I was like yeah. making sure that translated into what my running was to build my muscles and to make sure I was strong enough to be able to facilitate those sort of kilometers because it was bloody far.
2: What's the training routine, I guess, like for strength? Training for a run that long because yeah. you probably wouldn't want to put on mass. No. But then also- it was just like
0: maintaining, yeah. And yeah. like also building up around the ITB. So doing like a lot of like squats and core, like a lot of core work as well to hold you like, you know, to be in good stead when you're out there. And then I did a lot of Pilates and yoga and stuff. And right. that was really good for like just like stretching out and yeah, getting, building up in those muscles too. So. Do
2: you reckon you could do one?
1: I'd give it a crack. Yeah. Do I'd it. I'd die, but I could-
2: where was Better the, to die and try. Where was the mark where you hit – what what kilometre is it you get to where you're like – because I could be completely wrong. I feel like once you – for me personally, I've never done it. But if I got to 35, I'd be like, I've come this far. I've got to do it. But there's got to be a mark maybe in the 20s that you hit mm. where you're like – oh, I wish I could leave now. Is there a plan? I didn't.
0: Yeah, I didn't feel like I wanted to leave. I knew I was going to get it done because I'm like super headstrong like that and I was like so determined. And I got to 21 and I felt sweet. Got through Centennial Park and that was a little bit hairy being like, far out. I wish this could probably like, you know, wrap up sooner than yeah. it is. And then coming out of Centennial, we hit 35 and then I was like, oh, it's actually like not too far now. There's like seven Ks to go. But I knew the course pretty well and I knew that we had to come out of Centennial and head down into Mrs. Macquarie's chair and that is hilly. Yeah. And going. I that was... More mentally trying to prepare my body, the way my, my legs were feeling, be like it's fine, it's fine. So I was just getting the best songs I could get on my playlist, and I was pausing as well to try and embrace the crowd because they honestly helped. were like a third leg, yeah, like yeah, they yeah. seriously helped you down. And then I just like took my glasses off at 400 meters, and I was like in tears. Like just t- tears were rolling down as I was like coming down Macquarie Street like to get there. Like pain. no t- pain, like no like overwhelming like tears oh. of like happiness and just oh, wow, like yeah. surprise, like not tears of just like pain or anything like that, but just like so proud of what I'd been able to yeah. achieve. I was just like overcome with emotion and then just running down across the street and the crowd's just like just going so mad, like thousands of people like, and it was so cool. And like Sydney wants to become a major and I think they definitely, um, yeah, did all the right things to try and get there.
2: Toilet situation though. I saw oh, that. I saw this that. Is, They've got this, to pick. Yes. Yeah.
0: So I was in the line for like, I think I tried to get there with my girlfriend and my boyfriend. We were there for like, he was just there to like sort of take our gear off us. And we waited in the line for 45 minutes and the just had to get to the front line. And it was Portalous that were like snaking like this because you can't go into a run without being prepared because honestly, no. like some people do their business like on the run because they're so like determined to get there. Yeah. But you also get like super nervous. You're running for three and a half hours straight. Like you got to make sure you get all that stuff done. So they needed more Portalous because it was like a snake of people just. I was in there for forty-five minutes, just waiting. I've
2: seen yeah. like shorter lines at festivals.
0: I said this. I'm like, yeah. this feels like a festival, yeah. and you know, people like in and out, like, but you know, maybe not, they're not, doing other things. Not
2: quite the same demographic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably two different ends of the scale. Yeah. but yeah, it looked it was nuts, like those Portaloo lines. So I feel like if I can get that sort, that's a con- precondition of mine. Yeah, to do the run charity. Toilet situation. Toilet
0: situation. And
2: I want the Ivy after party.
0: Oh, that was now. Sick. Yeah, that looked
2: good. That looked fun.
0: <laughs> that was fun. So they did um they made it into an ice bath and honestly my legs were absolutely like on fire after. So jumping in there actually felt so good. Yeah. Had a beer in my hand and like by the end, like half an hour in, like had a couple of drinks. I hadn't drunk for a while either, so it didn't take me long to get a little bit buzzy. Um I didn't even feel my legs. Like they just felt normal. Yeah. Like I was just dancing, like the Hello Sport guys are there with the Yeah, I saw
2: that. They had a crew and, and
0: then like all the guys came through, my girlfriends and at a cabana then it was just so much fun like just let your hair down like people were in there just putting their like blood blisters and like oh, everything yeah i know that was pretty that kind of etch, was gross yeah. <laughs> but i was like you can do it because it's big well, enough you we won't notice it yeah, yeah. You just run a marathon but like half the party i don't think made it because they just was like dead
2: all right yeah i would what time did you wrap up
0: oh i was actually on by eight i was pretty well behaved
2: what time what time does it start started
0: at like 2 oh so you
2: Oh, the marathon!
0: Oh, sorry, the marathon started at uh, ten past seven.
2: Okay, and so then I went,
0: went, yeah, finished at like eleven thirty, 12-ish, I think, whatever. Three and a half hours is after. Like, I started around seven thirty because obviously you go in like waves, yeah. and then I was went home, had a shower, had the biggest chokers feed, had this big <laughs> Portuguese chicken schnitzel roll, chips. Yeah, it was like yeah. it was a ridiculous amount of calories that you burn out there, and oh, you're just yeah. like trying to get it all back in and fuel yourself, uh, and then yeah, a few beers. Yeah, so a good. Few, <laughs> drinking the bar. Yeah, yeah. totally. And,
2: I'd be taking the week off work. <laughs> After. i did take the monday off and i'm yeah. so glad i did that yeah. because
0: going back i was like still like limping into the office and i was like oh did you run a marathon i'm like yeah no way yeah. <laughs> you want to see my face yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: um what's the were you like along the way just pounding gels pounding yeah like soft drinks because i've heard of heaps of people run with they get they run into the bath um, bathroom shop quickly undo a little bit of coke and then I like it like it's a Coca Cola. soft drink. Apparently yeah, right.
0: Later. I um, had planned all my gels. So I had like a couple of them in my um, running belt. So I'd planned to do it 7, 14, 21, 28, 34. And I had like three non caffeinated and then caffeinated towards the back end to kind of give you that little bit of an extra boost. And yeah, it worked really well. I, um, I trained with them too. I didn't try anything new on race day that I hadn't no, done because yeah, otherwise people are like, you know, if you're trying new flavors, like gels can also be really harsh in your tummy. You can some people get really upset tummy with it too? Um, and then I had a couple of like you know like sourworms worms and whatever yeah. and then I was pumping the water as well even though I wasn't pumping during water during training but because it was just so hot I was get, get like all the water stations and the electrolytes um throughout it because you just need it like you cannot get it and like I got up at like 4 a.m to try and get you know two crumpets in with lots of peanut butter in butter on top to you know fuel myself for the first couple of k's yeah, no,
2: actually, maybe we won't be doing it. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you should. I don't, I don't know if we could do that. I don't know. You can. I, I reckon if I had enough motive, if I had enough of a motive to do it. Yeah. I'm not going in with my mates going, yeah, I'll donate after because my mates are stingers and they won't do it. <laughs> I need motivation. It would be good, but I feel like you accomplish.
0: I feel a big yeah. sense of accomplishment. And I've also got this like mad itch now. Like, I just want to run. Yeah, like, just- and you know, you've got a like, run as itch or like you're obsessed with something when you like see someone running down the street. I'm like, oh, I wish I could run right now. Like, that's weird. I've never had that before. So. Yeah. So See you guys at uh, Sydney Marathon 2024.
2: All right, fine. Yeah. <laughs> if they want to sponsor us as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for coming on.
0: Oh, no worries.
2: Yeah, I was going to wrap it up yeah. and yeah. just say thank you so much. Thank yeah, you guys thank
0: for you. having me. It's been
2: great. It's okay. Um, I guess what's next when looking in 20 years' time, <sighs> you're sitting, you've just been for a run. Yeah. What do you want to look back and have done?
0: Um, I definitely want to run all the majors that's up there. I want to be really content just in life, not just in work, but like generally just happy. Like it doesn't – don't need to have everything fancy or have, you know, all the – I get accolades or anything like that in my career. Just be really happy and content and be surrounded by people that I love. So that's we important. We want all
2: the accolades. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys will
1: get we them. We want all the accolades. <laughs> we'll take yours. But thank you again. Where can yeah. everyone find you on social media or anything?
0: Yeah, uh, at Eloise Sawyer, S-O-H-I-E-R. Um, and yeah, join me, follow me, come for a ride. Come for a run with me one day, guys. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about and that. And anyone listening, if you want to yeah. join, let's yeah. do it.
2: Eloise's Run Club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking so like be-
0: Soulmates, S-O-L-E. That's quite, Ooh. That's not bad, actually.
2: Yeah. Get sponsored. All
0: right, here we go. Yeah.
2: Reach out, sponsors.
0: Guys, watch give,
2: this space. Give me and Zach free shoes. <laughs> 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 or win it for the corporate dollar. Well, thank you again. <laughs> Thanks, thank guys. So it was fun. Thank you. Thank you. you.
1: Flex, check flex check Thank flex, check. you. foot plans